Welcome to the Vacation Home Help Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping vacation rental owners self-manage their properties. Your hosts deliver short and sweet episodes with actionable advice, tips, and strategies to level up your hosting skills. Whether you are a complete beginner or have been in the vacation home rental business for a while, you are in the right place to get the tools you need to succeed. Here are your hosts, John Candelario and Tim Casey. Good morning, everybody. So today, Tim and I are going to discuss how to spin a negative Airbnb review. We all get them from time to time, and we want to know how to turn it into something great. So sometimes your guests will leave, and they won't leave a super positive or favorable review. It's not the end of the world, because if you know how to respond to that, you could turn a negative into a positive. Isn't that right, Tim? Yeah, I think when we get great reviews, that feels really good. And we feel like we achieved what we set out to achieve. And that is a great guest experience. But every now and then we do get those negative reviews. And I think there are some things that uh, that we can offer today to help all owners think through and handle appropriately those reviews when they do happen. Absolutely. And today we're going to discuss a few strategies Um, But regardless of what the review says, you need to maintain a professional stance with it. To deal with these reviews effectively, you can use one of the strategies we're going to highlight in this episode. The first thing I want to recommend is ask your guests to change their rating after having a real candid discussion with them about what happened during their stay. So the first thing you want to do is hear them out and ask where it went wrong. So if it was cleanliness, hear them out. If they talked about their check-in process and how it could have been smoother, You want to listen actively to see how you can actually fix the problem. And then after you do that active listening and fact-finding, offer a resolution or recommendation on what you're going to do better next time. And then you can ask politely for the guests to change the rating. Um, It may not always go your way um, asking the guests to change your rating, but it's worth a shot. That's the first thing I recommend doing. Um, The second thing I recommend doing is contacting Airbnb to request for removal of the review if the review contained anything that wasn't factual. Um, If the Airbnb review did contain factual information, this probably will not work. But if there's stuff in there that's just exaggerated or not factual, you can have great success contacting Airbnb to remove that review. Um, Tim, I know you haven't had many or any negative reviews, but do you find that a strategy that might be helpful to owners? Um, I know yeah. you do a lot of hosting, so yeah, John, you and I have talked about this. Um, uh, the the big mistake I made when I had a door code issue, and I had a guest coming in that actually couldn't check into the house at two o'clock in the morning, so they were forced to go to a hotel. Man, that was totally on me, and I would have deserved a bad review, and I was prepared for a bad review. But the the, the guidance I would offer is one of the best ways to avoid a bad review is just good active management of that guest during their stay. I went above and beyond to take care of the guest, not because I wanted to avoid a bad review, just because I owned it. Right. I made a mistake and I needed to make sure that they knew that they had someone on this end that was going to be in their corner trying to fix problems. So listening to your guest during the stay, being available to the guest during the stay, you're going to learn a lot and if you manage it correctly and take the right approach with the guest during the stay, they're going to be less inclined to leave you a bad review. But when that bad review is accurate, John, you're right on. One of the best things we can do is take ownership of it 
And so often when people are looking for homes to rent, when they see that type of interaction of an owner owning an issue and talking about how they're going to resolve it in the future, that goes a long way. Right. Taking ownership of your problem speaks volumes of you as a professional and as a person and as a host. So that's the first thing we need to do is just hold ourselves accountable. Um, but there are strategies we can use to, to mitigate the risk of negative reviews. And a third one would be delay, delay leaving a guest review because they have four, a 14 day window to leave a review. So you can delay leaving that review for them and you're still going to leave one, a truthful review for the guest. But it gives them an opportunity to cool down if something did go wrong during their stay. So they can, you know, cool down and, and think about the review they will leave in 14 days if they leave one at all. But waiting 14 days to actually leave your review if you are hesitant about seeing what they may say if if something went wrong is is a good proactive strategy you can use after you take ownership of the problem. So you always want to talk to your guests in private about what you can do better because that's how you become a better host. But delaying leaving a review for up to 14 days, that it's a good strategy if you want a little cool down period after something may have potentially went wrong at your home. I think that's right. And I think so many of us, myself included, our natural tendency is when we first read that bad review, if we get one, we want to respond right away and put all the emotion into it and uh, defend ourselves. And that's really the wrong approach. It's step back, take a breath, take some time think about what was said and really own what was true and then deal professionally with that which was not true but i think um you know that approach is going to prevent you from just jumping in with a lot of emotion that's going to look bad on you when folks read your response to that review definitely tim and the fourth piece of advice i want to give um from my personal experience is you should write a response to every review you receive negative or positive because everyone deserves a response and it's important to be polite and professional each time you put one. Um, Tim, you write a response for every review you receive, correct? Yeah, every single one. Great, great. And that's what that's just best practice because um, if somebody took the time and energy to leave you a review after they after they stood with you, you should reciprocate and, and respond to the review they left. Um, if you do get a negative review, you can spin it to your advantage. Um, when you reply to the review, you can focus on the positive parts of their stay. So you can frame it where, hey, I'm glad you left me this feedback. I'm taking action to correct these issues that you highlighted because I want the future experience to be much better for my future guests. Um, but I'm glad you had fun with X, Y, and Z. I'm glad your family had fun in the pool. I'm glad you enjoyed the Harry Potter room, et cetera. So you're responding in a way that's polite and professional, highlighting how you're correcting the issues but also highlighting how they did have fun at the house as well. Um, and it shows future guests that you're responsible, you're accountable, and that your house actually has some positive elements to it. Yeah, um, so I think, mm -hmm. the, I think the actionable items for our listeners is, one, really actively manage the guest and communicate with the guest during their stay. That's the easiest way to avoid a bad review because you're dealing with things and resolving things during their stay. And that's going to give the guest a lot of satisfaction and confidence in you as the owner. But if you do get a bad review, um, I think John's points are, are spot on. First, delay your response. Take the emotion out of it. Think through the response. Take personal ownership for those things that are accurate. For those yeah. things that mm -hmm. aren't accurate, you know, 
talk about why they're not. And John's right. You can reach out to the platforms and get those reviews delisted if they're inaccurate or if they are stating things that uh, are just completely untrue. Right. Because if it's untrue, you, you don't want to just say, hey, thanks for the feedback. Because there are some guests that will leave feedback to hurt you. And it, it sounds a little bit crazy, but you know, a small issue can be highly exaggerated in a review. So if there's non-factual information, Tim's completely correct. Don't be afraid to go to the platform and ask them to remove it because the worst they can do is say no, but it's worth a shot. Um, a last piece of uh, feedback, a little tip I want to give you from my past experiences was when you respond to your feedback, when you respond to your reviews, try to put thought into it and leave a longer response. It's not about how many words you write, but take the time to respond to each part of their review and take the time to show how you're fixing those things and how you really appreciate them coming and you would hope that they come back if you want to post them again. So it looks a lot more professional to potential guests when you're responding to reviews and you're putting this thought into it. And it's, let's say, a paragraph or two long showing how you're going to fix problems and showing how you have positive parts of your home. It, it goes a long way to showing how much you care as a host when your responses are not just like, hey, thanks for coming. Have a good day. You know, it, you want to put thought into your responses. So don't be afraid to leave longer responses. Tim, do you have anything else to add? No, I think that covers it. I think we've given some really actionable items for our listeners. Uh, I think in recap, uh, a bad review is not the end of the world, but there are proactive ways you can avoid the bad reviews. But when you get them, I think there are some action steps you can take to, first of all, correct them. And then secondly, position yourselves correctly in your listing and on the platform. Right on. That's it for today. Take care. Thanks for supporting us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Visit vacationhomehelp.com and click podcast for more resources on today's topic and more episodes that will help you level up your hosting skills. Let's get social. Connect with us today by joining our growing community of motivated owners at facebook.com slash groups slash vacation home help. As a member, you will have access to sneak peeks and exclusive free resources. You can also connect with other owners with shared interests, learn from each other, the community, and from shared experiences. Again, thank you for supporting us. Until next time, take care.